That's Epstein territory. I love you forever. I used to age gap Cupid. I will come back for you. I was not stalking you. Were you. you were like right behind me. Tell your friends we're never aboard. You haven't heard it like this before. Yes, it's time to explore the things we care for. And though your jaw may hit the floor, we're still the weirdos you adore. We're the weirdos next door. Hello, I'm Noby. And I'm Nicole. And together we are the weirdos next door. All right. What's our subject today? We're talking about... Age gap relationships. Yes, this is one of those ones that was, uh, um, that's actually like a big part of our lives because we are in an age gap relationship. What? Um, we are. Huh. We are. And, that's so weird. And honestly, people don't really recognize it, you know, acknowledge it that much. But what we do occasionally, like, you know, come across that. And um, we'll talk about that. But first, we'll talk a little bit about, um, uh, you know, age gap in general, um, in general in life and society and even like, uh, um, in enter- entertainment. We we're just talking about that, right? Mm-hmm. The, um, the age gaps, uh, uh, celebrity age gaps. Yep. And we, we mentioned a few that we really liked or thought were interesting. What was, what was it? What, what, what came out to you? I mean, I think one of the, the big ones that we, we hear a lot about or that is, is most widely known is definitely, uh, Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Which, if you look at a picture of them now, and we we talked about this, is like age gap relationships only seem big, really big, when there's a two at the beginning of the age. <laughs> exactly. So, or or, 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 or when or, there's a one or one, but it has like to... one or two, it's a big deal. Yeah, not, and we're not going like super. Once you once you get to thirty, you're basically forty, and once you get to forty, you're basically dead. So we're, like we're we're not going to you know Epstein or Keith Raniere. Um, territory oh, or God, like please, that. please don't say it please but, don't say it or even matt or even matt gates territory oh, God. right what is so, with you and matt gates uh he is like i guess he's my he's my orange replacement he's my yeah. orange one replacement someone to to like you know point invent my displeasure mm-hmm. with a really a, a, a an appalling lack of education and also like really just pure out and out hypocrisy it's like could you be any more racist uh i sound like chandler could you be any more racist anyway oh, we're, we're, again we're, we're going we're uh, um we've been rewatching. Well, yeah, uh, um so michael douglas gone. and Catherine zeta uh they've been married for about 20 years now um and their age gap is 25 years so yeah so Good for them. That's pretty cool. Uh, I forget when they started dating. They've been married for how, 20 years. How old, how old she was like when they started dating. Well, let's do some math here. Did they start in a movie together? Is that how they met? Because that happens a lot, right? Well, yeah, it totally happens. Oh. Anyway, um, as I was saying... Uh, she um, was 28 at the time. He was 53. It's all because of Anthony Hopkins. He invited them both to a party. Anthony it's Hopkins. all his fault. He's the age gap Cupid. Could you see? Could you imagine him in diapers and in an air on wings? Aw, he'd be so cute. He'd be super cute. He'd and be he, so he would, cute. And he would talk super cute like, Sir Anthony, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Okay. He'd, he'd be so sweet. Like, and, and now they're 51 and 76. Like, that doesn't sound like a big deal at all. And when you see a picture of them now, 
they don't look that far different. And what were some other ones that we talked about? I mean, on the political spectrum, um, and and I I kind of appreciate that these both these go both ways. Um, there's Boris Johnson and his now wife, um, Carrie Simon Simmons. I'm not sure. Um, but they have a 24 age gap. Um, he's turning 57 this year and she will be 53 or not 53, 33. I'm going to re, re speak that. Um, he will be 57 this year and she will be 33. Um, they, I think they, they met in or started dating in 2019. So like she, she was older. She was old enough to, to make her own decisions. I mean, mm. she's 33. She's a big girl. And then on the other side of things, you have uh, Emmanuel and Brigitte Macron in in France. Um, this one's an interesting one. Do you do you know their story? Um, I know that she's older than him. Yeah. Um, well, she was actually his drama teacher in high school. They met when he was fifteen. Okay. Yeah. See, so so that's, that's a little interesting. That's Epstein territory. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. She wasn't trafficking him and well, you know hoeing him out to people. It seems like she actually kind of likes the dude, but like they met when he was fifteen and she was almost forty. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't sound like they waited until eighteen. Although I don't know what France's uh, like legal age of consent it's is. Twelve. Um, so I will say that. Um, however, his parents did find out about their relationship and made him change high schools. As they should. Yeah. Um, and she says that at that point in their relationship, he vowed to return to marry her. As a young, stupid kid would. Yeah, yeah, of course. I will come back for you. I love you forever. Stay cool forever. Have a good summer. <laughs> um, I love you so much. I mean, unfortunately, the affair did end up uh, ending her first marriage in 2006, um, and then she ended up marrying Macron at the end of 2007. Um, so let's see, by then he would have been, you know, somewhere in his mid-20s, and she would have been, you know, about to be 50. But um, she also lost her job, too, right? Um, I don't was know. Her, was she... her career... Like... Like, I don't know if she ever lost his job. If she ever lost her job, I know that it's, it's France. They're all they're all they're yeah, all like, they, they they're really, all more they they're all more care. relaxed there. They're, um, they're more relaxed. I know so that when he started doing prudish, uh, all the political stuff, she she left whatever she was doing to be part of his his campaign. Mm. Um, so so that's that's an interesting one. Um, I mean, obviously they've been married for what fourteen years now. So, like, kudos for them, but it also comes with a little bit of, you know, skeptical, uh, I mean, the, the typical imbalances that can come with an age gap relationship of, of those, those power dynamics possibly being taken advantage of. Well. But, it, I mean, that also doesn't seem to be the case in their, in their relationship. It's just, like, is it just society that we seem to, that we have an issue with it? Is it just, like, how we've been conditioned? Like, because obviously they're happy and, and whatever, like, I don't know. I think ultimately. When, when you know, you know? Well, yeah. 
All right, so those were some of our, our like celebrity, um, like real people. I mean, of course, there's there's plenty more. I mean, there's the Clooney's. There's, I mean, lot lots of older white men with young women. I mean, because that's just it that's happens. A, that's, a, that's a thing. It's a thing. Um, but it doesn't have to be weird like Woody Allen. No. Um. But then there's also some that we've we've you know enjoyed or observed, I should say, in you know some of our our TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think one of the most popular relationships or age gap relationships will always be Mrs. Robinson. Via via the Graduate. Well, I haven't seen that in so long. And I mean, I I think one of the things I've always found interesting is that even though the the Graduate is supposed to be about you know the the kid growing up doing his thing and he ends like it's his path to his relationship with his eventual wife girlfriend whatever but the relationship that everyone remembers from that that movie is the inappropriate one with the older woman i mean and of course that has spurred plenty of other remakes or from different takes but i i just always found that interesting and then you have uh, you have Monica and Richard from Friends, of course. I think that was a pretty um, um, healthy and um, mature mm-hmm. uh, portrayal of an age gap relationship. Yeah. I think. I mean, we 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 watched it. We did come across that episode. The whole like Tom Selleck as uh, as as Richard for um, for that his stint, and it was interesting, right? Because I think you pointed out that mm-hmm. um, they were. Um, mature enough when they realized they had different um, desires or yeah. goals or like they were at different different points in their lives they didn't want the same thing life stages right yeah. so in, in this instance it was it was them being like okay and that could happen to anybody of any like if they're at the same age even. yeah it has nothing to do with the age gap it's just that it can be so much more amplified and in your face yes and that's something you and I have noticed that, like, mm-hmm. you know, everything becomes a little bit more amplified, a little bit more, uh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's definitely, um, makes you pause a lot of things that we have to deal with. Yeah. Um, because of, because of our age gap. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I appreciated that, that relationship and seeing it again from, like, I haven't, seen friends like on a regular basis probably since i was in middle school or high school so at least 10 15 years it's, so been, it's been a bit that was something that was interesting as we we're watching friends that we noted that having seen it like a long time ago and the perspective of now mm-hmm. of like you know where we are individually in our lives and like re-watching it and like just going like oh my god i laughed at that but before but i, I now it's like it's kind of cringy. Yeah, now I can't believe that they said that. Right. Um, I mean, we even talked significantly during the first season. Like, I think it was one of the the episodes where they're trying to figure their or Chandler finds out that everyone at work thinks he's gay. Mm. But they dance around saying it so much. They will not say gay. They will not say homosexual. They do a lot of. Can say queer. I I forget what what words they ended up using but just that whole episode it took so long before someone finally said gay 
Oh, right. They were using all these like euphemisms. Yeah, like, like lots of lots of hand gestures or uh, voice changes or lighten the loafers. Like the, uh, those those stereotypical things. I, so it was, it was very interesting. I think that's the one of the things that kind of um, disappointed me. Disappointed me in Friends um, was that we maybe we shouldn't have rewatched it because mm-hmm. I was I was like a lot of things were like oh. Oh, and it kind of made me think a bit less. Yeah. But, and everybody goes, yeah, but you have to understand the times. Uh, it's, you know, still, it's like. Yeah. And I and I think that's also why I enjoy rewatching it, because I can look at it a little differently and a little bit more critically now. Like, what, what, was, what was the other one that we've even talked about? Oh, that one of, I mean, and someone can please correct me if I'm wrong, but we're in like season five now. And, like, besides, um, like, background actors, extras, and that kind of stuff, I've only seen one black person. One. And it's the neighbor that Joey sings to across the alleyway when they get their apartment back. Mm. Like, it's for that one episode. Mm. And the only Asian that I can really think of is Emily, Ross's girlfriend that he brings back from... Oh, Julie. Julie, Julie, yeah. not Emily. A- Emily was the teabag uh, that, that... <laughs> that he brings back from Brit- Britain. Yes. Oh, my God. He's just, he's, he's just bringing in these war brides. It's left and right. <laughs> but, I mean, Julie was Julie was American. Um, mm-hmm. But brings her back from, from his paleontology trip to China. Yeah. And then a lot of very inappropriate jokes ensue because they think that she's Chinese. And start, you know... Raising their voices because they're gonna understand English if you speak louder. Yeah. So like, uh, obviously, these friends weren't. Um, we're running off topic, but let me just finish this thought really quickly. Uh, these these friends um, weren't very progressive. They were somewhat progressive, but still pretty much tied into what their parents expected of them mm-hmm. and what uh, it's just kind of social mores. Yeah. Right. What, what society had ingrained yeah. in them and then otherwise if it was different they would judge it like yep. even like when they bring fat monica and they make fat jokes oh, and stuff fat monica i i think that really is my least favorite part of friends the interesting thing is though and you know, going back to age gap relationships is that they really didn't do a lot they didn't like like take advantage of of all the you know snide um stereotypical age gap relationship jokes and, and comments and stuff. There was a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. but it was actually pretty light. And it, it was just, it was kind of interesting because it's like, you know, so even the parents was like, oh, this is a family friend. Yeah. He's known you your entire life. And, and yes, like that, that is, it is perfectly accurate. Like be critical of people in your lives when, especially when you see someone that like, yeah, it would be worrisome if, you know, I, you know, your kid started dating your best friend. Like, yeah, that'd be weird. Especially with the whole, like, if he's, you know, there's always the, he changed your diapers years ago. Like, mm. that's, uh, you're, what, what's, what's the word I am looking for? Grooming? Con- conflating? Mm-hmm. Conflating the issue? Is that the right word? It probably, probably is. Combining two or more things into one. Hmm. Very good. 
Wow. So like you're you're taking the the duty of like changing your friend's kid's diaper and automatically marking it as pedophilia because they dated 20 years later. So I mean it and yes, there are certain cases where yes, you should be critical and that might actually be the case, but on the large <laughs> side of things you you like I I I guess I don't see that as as a thing. But I always see that argument when it comes to, you know, dating someone who previously was like your caregiver, which again, there are power dynamics involved. So I get it. Woody Allen. Yeah. Hmm. So like, I, I think that is the one area where they, they touched on with Monica and Richard is that he was a family friend. He knew her, mm-hmm. her entire childhood. He was her, he was her eye doctor her entire life. Yeah. So I, I mean, there, there, there is obviously some areas where you could be critical, but again, I, it doesn't seem like that is the case in that relationship. They have the entire relationship was incredibly mature. You know, I really, um, the way Tom Selleck played it, mm-hmm. I felt was very, um, it was very sincere. Yeah, and very like it just showed him as not a, a, uh, an opportunistic, uh, pervert, you know, predator. But actually, actually, very conflicted yeah. about he, about this, but they, unable to, uh, you know, like, to 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 fight off the, you know, the the draw. Yeah. The, 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 they they the, met the and had chemistry, and yeah. when you know, you know. When you meet your person, there's something to like. You don't. You don't always have control over it, mm. as much as you wish you did. Sometimes you just don't. And then I think, you know, just to balance out, because, you know, in in celebrity ones, we talked about, you know, good example and bad example. My bad example of a uh, uh, TV show age gap couple, I think I would have to pick uh, Arya and Ezra from Pretty Little Liars. And I know that you might not be familiar with that series. You've probably you've been in the room when I've watched an episode or two. I walked through as you were binging it for like the eighth time in like see, four months. See, but it's not the eighth time because I've never actually made it all the way through the you series. Always, you always fall asleep. It's terrible. Well, or it gets taken off one streaming service and moved to this one right when I'm like getting close and then I have to wait another year and then I forget where I'm at. It's a whole thing. Um, But for those of you who are not you know, familiar with uh, the the TV show or the books. I actually never read the books. I'm so sorry. And I have a friend that is probably r- rolling her eyes at me so hard right now. Um, they, well, at least from the, the TV show perspective, uh, Ezra and Arya meet when she returns from um, a, a year abroad with her family and they meet at a bar. Um, and it seems like Ezra gets the impression by, by what she says, uh, that Arya is, is of age that she is, you know, at least in college. Um, he's freshly graduated college. So, you know, we're assuming, let's say 22, somewhere between that 22 to 25 range. If I recall, um, the te- the, the actor playing the teacher actually was rather youthful. It, it was, he, he, he is rather youthful. He has a very... Like he, he's a cute dude. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I probably would. I would be the, um, the 
I, I would have had a, a crush on my teacher if, if he was my teacher. Like, for sure. However, um, I, I don't know. It's weird. I guess that's kind of... And, I don't know. Either way, he doesn't find out that she is going to be his student until, you know, a few weeks later at the first day of school. And he walks into his class and there's this girl that he hooked up with sitting in his classroom. So they met over the summer. They met over the summer before he became a teacher at her high school. Where did they meet? They met at a bar. She had a fake ID. Oh. Okay. So, like, it's complicated. Like, he 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 was lied to. And then, you know, they had connected and had this chemistry and they tried to fight it and blah, 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 the whole, the, the typical thing. But it's still one of those, like, questionable relationships. Um, again, because I haven't finished the series, I don't know where the relationship goes. Like, by the end of the series, I know that they're, there's a whole issue in the, in the middle of whatever. Um, can, can anybody who finished it just send us how it ends? So, <laughs> so I can stop so watching. We, so we just like delete that from our, our stream. Um, but like, I don't know. It, it, it's always, and, and again, I, I think that's another one that it's interesting because I watched Pretty Little Liars originally when it was on, like, I think it started either when I was still in high school or just after I got out of high school. So a, a while back um and now now watching it from my perspective so like back then oh their relationship was was hot it was it was like oh yeah she's hooking up with her hot teacher yeah mm. but now watching it at this point i'm like oh like yeah that's inappropriate why do we why is this a thing why is this such a comp like watching it now as an as an adult and it's a common trend that you see in in tv shows and movies is is the age gap relationship but it's always from the perspective of, you know, teacher, student, some sort of power dynamic imbalance. Lolita. So it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's a, a tired stereotype, a tired storyline. Hmm. But yeah, so that that's one of the, the other interesting ones. Because, yeah, I feel like there was definitely a bit of a weird situation going on there. And of course, eventually her family finds out he leaves his job, you know, jumps around teaching positions, blah, blah, blah. So apparently now we're judging age gap relationships or just how they're being treated, how they are being handled, how they're being handled, how they're viewed, how they are portrayed in social, in, in media, I think mm. is a, is a big thing because we, we don't, there aren't that many, like out of the ones we've talked about, like I do, I think Monica and Richard from friends probably had, one of the healthiest ones. And it's purely because of how they ended the relationship when they realized that her desire of wanting to be a mom, wanting to have kids wasn't going to go away. And his desire to not have any more children wasn't going to change. Oh, oh I remember now it, it actually, at first they said, he said, said I, I'm done having kids. Mm -hmm. And she said, but I, I need to have kids. And he came back and he said, I'll do it if I have to. Yeah. And the whole have to, yep. I think it was what made Monica think like, well, I don't, I don't want to force, force you, him. Right. I want you to want this. Yeah. So I don't so, want you to feel saddled with a family that right. you don't want to have. So it's not just consent. It's actually enthusiastic consent yep. is what is, what is desired here. 
Um, because if you're not enthusiastic going into something, chances are it, it, it won't work. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have a passion for it. Very true. Hmm. Sometimes we can sound kind of smart. Sometimes. Occasionally. All that, all that, all the TV watching and all the YouTubeage. So much YouTube. All the YouTubeage. I mean, I think it's mostly you, you who you know, grew up reading the dictionary for fun. We didn't have much when I was a kid. There was, there wasn't even MTV. <laughs> we didn't have music videos. <laughs> no, it's like I, was, I was a total word nerd. Yes, and yeah. I'm still. You still owe me like like multiple Scrabble games. Yeah, I get to cheat at Scrabble because I'm not good at it, guys. He lets me cheat. I appreciate it. Sometimes I'll saddle myself with a you know objective like all my words have to be themed. Yep. And I still lose and it sucks. But that's okay. You're getting better. So we we obviously picked age gap for a reason for this episode. Right. Well, this is probably one of the it's for the first initial thing that was weird about us mm-hmm. maybe second but first we'll talk about it another time but since we are the weirdos next door and we did mention this that we are you know uh, people will see us that's the first thing they will like uh, take away from us actually actually the first thing people are going to take away from, from, from us is that we're an, an interracial uh, couple yep right yeah um, Asian Asian male with a female presenting um, person yeah, white white female white, presenting white, white thing. White female presenting person. Yes. O- object, creature. Yes. yes. Cryptid. Yes. It's being pronoun sensitive, of course. Yes. Um, oh, we actually haven't done that. We should probably add that to our introduction. We haven't uh, specified pronouns for for ourselves. Oh, that's true. No, Nobi is a, a he him, and I am a I am a she they. Perceived pronoun. I obviously get a pass, but I still am trying very hard to, um, you know, honor or respect your um, your pronouns. So I do. I, I mean, I, I'm sure that'll be a whole whole episode, so oh, we don't have yeah. to we don't have to get into that right now. Oh, yeah. Just oh, we should we should add that to our intro. But anyway, oh, yeah. back back to our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, you're right. First first thing will probably be interracial. Right. And, and then second, following quickly behind is age, age gap. gap. So, actually, that should be an episode of like. Oh, I have re- I have interracial. Oh, okay. Uh, interracial relationships You're on so here. So good. Is that is that season two or is that <laughs> after the after the break? <laughs> I don't think we've decided how many episodes a season will be yet. So Weird. I don't I don't we we are going in the dark here, guys. And also. It's It'll a, be just as a surprise for you guys. Are there are there really seasons? You know, like, like TV shows, they have seasons. But do podcasts have seasons? I mean, some do. Um, I think it depends on the style of podcast. I mean, obviously, if you're a storytelling podcast, I mean, think like Serial. It's you know, those ten episodes are about that one thing. Or... Right. So that's called a serial. Yeah. Okay. So that makes well, sense. Uh, no, I was talking about like. Serial as in serial the podcast, but yes, that it's is a serial. It's also a serial podcast, but it's also finite, right? There's yes. a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. But Whereas, then, but then ahead. there's ones that like um, 
like self-contained story per season so one season is all all stuff about this thing oh, season yeah. two is all stuff about this thing um so yeah i don't i don't know what our rotation is going to look like long term well i don't see us um changing a whole bunch i i don't either okay um but uh we are supposed to be talking about our relationship yes 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 um so so how how do we how do we want to transition into that um so if like the last thing we just were talking about were you know the first things people see about us see see when they look at us okay so then how, do, how does that transition i'm trying to think of i'm blanking on that well and I mean, now we, all of this has to be edited out <laughs> we talked about we we were just talking about a, a famous uh celebrity age gap relationships and kind of bounced around a bit and even some uh, make-believe uh, uh, use this section as a smoke break while we're talking <laughs> Oh, uh, now I've lost my train of thought. Uh, we were just talking about celebrities. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I just know that uh, from uh, editing our, our intro episode, which was episode zero zero, um, meet the weirdos. You will find, um, on Spotify, um, Stitcher, Apple, Apple podcasts. It's on Apple podcasts. So uh, Google hasn't combed for us yet. I know. I actually bypassed that and like you know entered the uh, information for it oh you just didn't name right so that was our episode zero zero and this is episode zero one so you can find you can listen to our intro there you know meet the weirdos and kind of get a sneak preview of all the things that we're going to be you know um talking about uh as, as we progress and hopefully as we get more you know better or you know adept at working all this gear and stuff you, you should see our um our, our our makeshift studio it's it's we got like clothes on hangers hanging off of things and we are sound deadening with whatever we have we're sound deadening with uh, 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 camping pads which is actually working hey it works out pretty and we have so many fluffy pillows in here yeah so yeah. many fluffy pillows especially the giant fluffy pillow that giant fluffy pillow is like totally stupid it is fantastic do not insult my giant fluffy pillow it is it, it is a it's it's what lasac Love sack. Love sack. Okay. It's a Wait. pillow sack, actually. It's it's just it. Hey, it's the first thing I bought for myself when I moved out on my own. Leave it alone. It's, uh, Leave it alone. It's, it's my a, baby. It it just it, it just needs to be compressed or something. It's just like it just takes up half the room. I I eventually need to find a a home for it again. I need to. Well, I mean, if we could somehow hang it in the corner of this room and make a great sort of like resident <laughs> sound deadener it's already kind of doing that okay so back to it so so us um so obviously that's one of the things that we wanted to talk about and kind of kind of not get out of the way but like address up front because i think people will always wonder you know even like uh like friends we knew mutual acquaintances we knew before we were actually a thing thing um saw us as a thing thing at like an event and they're like they wouldn't even come up to us and go like uh, and they would point back and forth to us like what, 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 what is this and what did we do we went how about, how about I, uh, I don't know we haven't even figured that out we have, we, I was going to be moving yeah this was not supposed to happen yeah when we met you were um, 
actually had already planned on leaving yep. work uh, in California and moving back uh, home mm-hmm. uh, to Texas uh, to was, be with family. I was going to be leaving, what was it, three or four months later? Yeah. Well, so when, yeah, in fact, you told me when we met, it's like, uh, you know, like, I'm only here for like, you know, the summer. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, that's cool. Let's, let's hang yep. out. We were just supposed to like hang yeah. out, be friends, go on a few dates. Mm-hmm. I love be, fun. Be buds. Yeah. And then like, just like time went on. And as you always say, like, you know, I couldn't get rid of you. Yeah, I always, I keep joking that he just hasn't been able to kick me out. I just keep coming back. But now I just don't leave. (laughs) Since I lost my job, I just don't leave. You're like John Belushi, the guest that wouldn't leave. Seriously. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we've been together for about a little over four years now. Almost five. Almost five. We're getting there. Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure? Oh, wait. We met around this time, and it was like four years ago. I think this is the actual weekend that we would be having our our met. We we made our our relationship official this weekend because oh, oh, that remember that solstice party. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then you moved me out of my my apartment that weekend after. Your bedroom. My bedroom. Yes. The room you were renting. Yeah. Yes, you moved me from my my bedroom to my storage. Yes. Yes. Um. So. We've been together for about four years. Um, started dating about four and a half years ago. Um, how how did we meet? Do you want to tell the story? Um, we just that uh, we're we we're both going to like a local um, community event, and uh, um, we bumped into each other. Quite literally. Yep. I mean, you were it was at a, it was at a pizza place. It was. Yeah. And I was coming out the door. No wait. I was, you held you held the door open for me. Was I walking in? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was walking in, and were you, were you stalking me at that time? I was not stalking you. Were behind, you were like right behind me. I was like, no, was like, I was just walking in, <laughs> and you held the door open for me, and I bumped into you, and I said, "I'm so sorry," and scurried away like a. I'm just kidding. I was like, "Damn, he cute," and ran away. And then I think you know we're having our discussion groups, and we're like all sitting in a circle, and I guess you were on the opposite side of it. We had pushed together like. Well, we, like four giant tables together, four square tables. And... Well, also when we had gone downstairs to order pizza, we had kind of like talked a little bit and like introduced each other. Oh, yeah. It's, yes, yes. We yes. exchanged like names. Names, names and like, you know, pleasantries. Yes. Nice to meet you. But yeah, I was sitting across like a, a big banquet table from you when we got back upstairs for the actual discussion. Now, do you want to tell everybody what you were thinking at this time because I was just I was oblivious but you apparently you were in your your own little world <laughs> I was you were um I mean it was a a new experience for me it was my first time going to um that specific event mm-hmm. um and also going to that specific event by myself mm. um so so yeah like Obviously, when I bumped into you at in the at the doorway, I like ran away because I was like, oh, oh no! And I'm also like, I get embarrassed easily, mm. and I'm also very clumsy. Like I'm, I, yeah, I'm a hot mess. Mm. Um, but then once I realized, oh, we're here for the same thing, I was like, well, shit, <laughs> damn it, I can't escape this <clears throat> one. And then I ended up sitting across from you the entire time as you're talking about these things you're passionate about and 
You have a very soothing voice. And so I, I was do. just, maybe it was just a little mesmerized. Hit more times. We hit more times. I mean, you, you also were very, very angry about the pineapple that was on your pizza. Wasn't it just like one little piece of pineapple have, that had someone made no it onto my idea. pizza? You were just very upset that there was pineapple on your pizza. You know, I, I usually roll with the punches. And I actually don't mind pineapple on my pizza. It's, you know, Canadian bacon and pineapple. Pepperoni, and, pineapple, and jalapenos. Pepperoni. Ugh, I'm not sure. You want to get that. You just, you just want to get that salted caramel in reverse effect. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh... No, that sounds weird. Um, so then we ended up um, exchanging screen names, contact information. Yeah, contact oh, information. Oh, friend names. Yes. Yeah, so we could we could like stay connected and just kind of like hmm. say hi. Right. Um. And he saw me post something about uh, me. Well, I guess I should ask you, what what were you thinking, like, or or did did you even did you even remember me? I did, did you think I, I was cute? Oh, actually, I do. I did remember you. Um, I, I, I thought you. I thought you were, um, like, you were. I thought you were adorable. Um, I was wearing that blue and white dress, the stripy one. Were you? I was. Why? Why? Why do I? Why do I remember you were wearing a hoodie, and jeans? That may have been at the bar thing. A while later, when um, I came when I came down here, no, I'm pretty sure. No, no, I w I was dressed up and looking cute that day. I remember, oh. because I got off work at four thirty, did my makeup, did my hair, got all cute looking, and then went. <laughs> my powers of observation apparently were not. Yeah, you at, obviously at, do at, not remember the day we met. I oh no, I do remember, and if, and actually, um, you were we, wearing a black T-shirt and black jeans. Well, that's easy. That's, that's all. That's all I wear. So <laughs> now I occasionally like rainbow colors, um, but I remember we were like trying to get together and hang out, and so I guess we were talking about like when we could figure out a good time to you know get together, and then I saw you post in social media that like you know you, you're going to be moving to Texas, back to Texas in like three or four months, mm -hmm. and that's when I think I reached out. And I sent you like a you know a, a, a DM, yeah, saying like. Wait, but, you're leaving? Wait, you're leaving? We just met. We could probably even go back and look at that. Uh, mm -hmm. That, but I'm sure I have a screenshot of it somewhere. Yeah. And so then, I think we exchanged. Yeah, we exchanged numbers. I yeah. think at that point. Yeah. No, we exchanged numbers. After after uh, the bar thing, we 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 coordinated to meet up at the bar thing. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we we there was another event going on like a couple of weeks later. Yes. And so, and it was another one that I hadn't gone to that I had been meaning to go to. Um, and I think, I think prior to all that, like they had kept on getting canceled on account of rain or fires because, you know, Southern California, yeah. um, weird, weird things happen. Um, so I just hadn't been able to, to make it to one. Mm -hmm. Um, so we decided we'd meet up at that one. And after that is when we, that night when you left is when we exchanged numbers. Yeah. And then it's like it was really just we kind of kind of became inseparable after that. Yeah, I think yeah. we we texted nonstop for let's see that the bar thing was on Friday. Our first date was the following Thursday, mm -hmm. and we were basically texting nonstop that entire time. 
Yeah. Little, uh, little, little NRE. Yep. New relationship energy. Super sparkly. Yeah. So much glitter. Yeah. Glitter cannons. Yeah. <laughs> then, then our our first date. And then the rest is kind of history. I mean, I didn't see you for a couple weeks after that, but that's because you were moving and blah 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 blah. Yeah. But then after I like second date on, like I think I was pretty much over at your house nearly every day. Yeah. Like, we don't joke when we say, I, I just didn't leave. <laughs> like, I just kept on going back to his house after work instead of going to my own. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it wasn't like, okay, bye, see you next week, and you just come back and was, show up at the like, door. It was like, see you later. <laughs> no, it was always like, what? Um, when are you going to be home? <laughs> when you come back? I come back what, after work. What, okay. What are we going to have for dinner tonight? <laughs> what are you feeling? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, and, and then... It, so then so then somehow actually you because you had like kind of put yourself out there in, in, into the community into the community to get to know people and then met me and, and we mutually met a bunch of other people mm-hmm. all at the same time and became, became like this like like huge like this weird little family right right and a little island of misfit toys and you said that like oh my god this is the first time since i've been out here uh like for the past four or five years um that i f- that i actually feel like i have friends <laughs> which was kind of kind of oh yeah that's kind of sad yeah i mean i moved out here all by myself when i was 18 hmm. like yeah i lived with family for a little bit but i lived with family that is older that is very <laughs> set in their ways and um but i thought you liked old people i do like old people but like i i like old people that still want to do stuff not just like only be at home every day and get mad at me a 20 something year old who doesn't come home till late on you know friday night um <laughs> you know crazy stuff um so yeah, I, I lived with family, but like the majority of my socializing was done with my my older family members, their older friends, my older coworkers. Like I I was consistently just like the younger person in my social circle mm. social circles, and I guess that's kind of consistent throughout the majority of my life. But that's because I'm also the youngest of four kids, mm. um. So I always was friends with their friends or wanted to be doing whatever they were doing Mm. but that also comes with you know when you're you know from 18 to you know let's see when did i you came out here you said 18 18 to 23 i think is when i was like living with family and so like those are some big formative years and for a lot of it like i i didn't i didn't have very many friends i had one person from uh from high school that we ended up living relatively close together um and then like we we were living pretty close to each other for about two years before we finally actually decided to like hang out and see each other again and now now we're best friends and so you were acquaintances you like kind of you knew each other but you weren't friends back in high school yeah yeah, like we we she was in my athletic training program with me, and like we were friends, but like we weren't we weren't besties back then. Right, and then after a couple of years, you, you knew 
Yeah, I knew both she was, knew you were like yeah. within like really close. Like to each she, other, right? we we've been Facebook friends this entire time. I knew she was at UCSB. She knew I was living out there also. Had you and had and you... we just we just hadn't like messaged the other to be like, hey, do you want to hang out? And then one day randomly, it was actually after because I didn't get my license until around that time. And then when I got my license, and that's when I was like, hey, do you want to hang out? Because I finally had like some level of freedom and control over my own life. What do you mean you didn't have a license? You you weren't able to drive? I didn't have a license Jeez. when I first moved out to California. You didn't know how to drive? I knew how to drive. I didn't have a license. What? Did you just drive on the, the, tra the truck on the, on the, on the forum? N no, like, I just... I didn't really drive. So you just never got a, a driver's license? No. But what about for I identification? What, what do you use? I had an ID. What kind of ID? Just a state ID. I still have it. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you just get a driver's license? Because we were poor. Yeah. Like I there, there wasn't. Uh, I I don't know. I guess it, it's it's a combination of there there wasn't a a reason for me to get it when I was in high school. Mm. Like, we didn't have a car for me to drive. Mm. I wasn't going to get a car. And that's fine. Mm. It's okay. I, I got I got my own. <laughs> I, was, I, was very, I was very car crazy from a young age. Oh, you're a car fiend. But, um, like, yeah, it just wasn't, wasn't really a thing for me. Like, my mom would let me drive home from, you know, I'd be hanging out at work with her and she'd let me drive home from work or whatever. So I, I had practice. I, I drove plenty. I would illegally drive. Scofflaw. I mean, I, I would not illegally drive my ex-boyfriend's or best friend's vehicles to go get breakfast in the morning and then come back because I had a free period and they didn't. That is terrible. That is just unconscionable. I said I would so not do those things. Mm. Yeah. And I meant that would be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just judging you for and saying I would, it. And I would so not, like, when when we would practice at a different location, I would so not drive my boyfriend's car over to that other location. It never happened. Never, not once. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, like, it, it just didn't. I didn't get my get my license until I was... Like 19. You had to take a driving test out here. Yeah, I took a driving test out here. It was fine. It went went fine. Um, so yeah, it wasn't until after I got my driver's license that I messaged her. and Because I, I, up until that point, I had been um, carpooling with my boss. Who was also... A family member. Yeah. Um, That's not a recipe for drama at all. That's another episode. We're so not talking about that That's today. Um, so I would I would podcast. carpool with with my my boss slash family member um, up until then. So like my my life kind of depended on their schedule, which sucked. Yeah, especially when you're you know eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You know, I was going to city college, so I w I was meeting people, but could never you know go go meet up for for hangouts or or things like that because i i didn't have the the time or the space and it wasn't like you could like 
easily catch public transportation. No, I did not live in a, a very accessible area. You lived in a you lived in horse country. I lived in the fucking boonies. Horse yeah, on a big hill, horse country. At the very end of the street. Yeah, with like it's And it's like, like it's like a 3 mile hike up just from the main road the, up to the house. And the driveway doesn't even start for like 150 feet. It's all like gravel and dirt. Yeah, I lived in the middle of nowhere. Um, but yeah, so I didn't have my, my license till then. So I had I had that, that one friend for a couple years until she graduated college and left me for her own adventures. Um, which I am so incredibly proud of. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, um, well, what, what, when did you tell her about us? actually i don't know i know that she went to one of the other events in um up in santa barbara with me she was staying with me it must have been just weeks before we we met because she had just gone to basic hmm. around the time that we met oh, okay just so yeah i probably didn't talk to her her about you until after after she was already in tech school, when she came back to Monterey. Oh. Which I think you remember. I do remember um, you telling me that your your BFF was up there at Monterey and they were going to meet sometime. Yeah. And we did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, there was that one day that I drove up to, to meet, to see her before she left and meet her now husband. Mm. Oh, God. I love them. They're the best. And they're expecting. They're expecting. I'm gonna have a gonna have a baby. You're gonna be a you're gonna be a godmother. I'm gonna be a godmom. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna spoil that baby. But anyway, um, so yeah, I I didn't I didn't have I didn't have many friends. Most of my like, I had I had her, which by the time we met, she had already left and was about to leave on another adventure. Um, I had a best friend back in. Texas. I have a best friend back in Texas. Um, that I don't I also don't remember like when exactly I told her about you. It was probably when eh, it was probably fa- fairly early on that I told her about about you. Um and then I think I told my family my family knew early on, but they didn't know about the age difference until I went home. Around like I think we'd been seeing each other for like six months ish, less than that actually. So, wait, didn't you go home? Did you? Did, I mean, this is your home, but didn't didn't you go to Texas? Like around the time you were you were supposed to you're supposed yep. to go to you were supposed to move there. Yep. So you just you still had to kept the tickets and you went and visited couple weeks i think yeah i was there for three weeks but by then i'd already told them like they already knew that i wasn't coming home but they were just coming for a visit to see and 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 so yes like them them well all together that 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 whole thing like i definitely brought a, a lot of the the uh unpleasant circumstances that happened around there upon myself because I was not communicating with my family the way I should have been. 
um, instead of, you know, having an honest conversation with them. Um, I mean, which, which, I mean, I, we did and, you know, things are a little bit better now, but like I did, I hurt a lot of feelings by not coming home. And that's, what? that's my family and my friends. Like they, is... they were really hurt and they felt like I chose you over them. So that's not fair to me. I, I totally get that. No, it's not. It, it was my choice. And like, I think you went back there and then you were, you were catching a lot of grief about me and people were making fun of my name and stuff like that. And I mean, that's what I heard. Mm, I don't remember people making fun of your name. Um, Voice sensitive about that. Yes, you are. Um, yeah, no, there, I, I did. I, I got a little bit of flack. Uh, ended up not talking to a friend for a little bit because there there were a lot of hurt feelings didn't talk to a family member for a little bit because there were a lot of hurt feelings mm. um which i mean i have i have since you know worked really hard to, to work on those relationships and you know own up to my my responsibility in there of like i i didn't i should have i should have been a lot better to my family in that period but I think I was, I mean, I still had and still have, you know, some growing up to do. Like, I think that was definitely one of those, those circumstances that I was like, oh, like, I need to do better. Like, that wasn't okay. My family doesn't deserve that. My friends don't deserve that. But you owned up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, no, I, I, I didn't only stay because of you. I stayed because... I got, got a little bit of a raise at my job. And it, it, it was. It was a job that I, I loved until the day I left. Um, like, I still I still miss it. Um, but I... So I got, got a little bit of a raise there. Um, got, got a new title, so that, that was nice. That was a little ego boost. Well, so it was the first time you actually started feeling like you were, actually have some roots. Yeah. Here to keep you here yeah. as whereas you didn't have that before but then... yeah, I didn't have friends my age I didn't have like a regular social circle well dating me was, would not give you a friend your age well no I didn't have friends in my similar situation similar social circles similar 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 interests similar, similar interests some... like they weren't weird enough you didn't have enough weirdos in your life yeah. and then you met me and all of a sudden I'm a fucking weirdo magnet. You are a weirdo magnet. I am. I I attract all the crazies. Um, what about you? How how did your family handle everything? It was you know it was interesting. Um, I I I re I remember telling my uh, my mother at that time my my dad was living in Korea. I remember telling my mother that you and I were dating. Mm -hmm. I didn't mention anything about, you know, age gap or anything like that, but you two had met already, and it was, you know, you get you get up close, you can see, I'm, I might have a wrinkle or two here, here or there. Nah. Um, so, but, she was like, didn't really say anything. Like, oh, she went, oh, okay. So I thought everything was cool. And then, like, just recent was it recently? Or was it was it like, last year, at the end last of last year. year. Yeah. Okay, so anything happened in twenty twenty, we kinda gotta give everybody T take a taken with a grain of salt. You know? But I know that she did flip out a bit, um, 
as did my dad, and I think my dad might still not be talking to me, or really, or like, or giving me um, the time of day, mm-hmm. or sharing a, you know, a, a cold of, beverage, a, a glass of makali with me, which was slap in the face, but whatever. Um, I know our feelings. Incredibly disrespectful, you know, but you know, whatever. whatever. <laughs> That's the thing, you know, because like, no matter how old I get, they still call me their ba- their baby, mm-hmm. and. I think that I think because of that, I regress, and you've seen me regress. You like you've like kind of like, you know, like kind of like, you know, kind of like kick me under the table, like like okay, chill out. <laughs> or I'll I'll do like the 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 hand motion, like you need you need to bring it bring it down a notch. <laughs> but you did you didn't do the Rossi like like mm, with the two hands. Uh, but or I'll just like look at you like you stop. <laughs> I can't I can't, you know oh god I can't help sometimes like it's just like I regress. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, when I get, when I get in a room with them and, and start interacting, it's like, they, they treat me like I'm 12 and all of a sudden I start like acting like I'm 12. Yeah, it's a very interesting energy to be around, uh, to say the least. Yeah. You know, I, I apologize for that. Hey, it's okay. Hey, but I'm you right. have nothing to be sorry <laughs> for. We all have families. Well, so as far as like age gap reaction from our families, I think um, I think my kids were, for the most part, okay and accepting of it, yet still a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Which I totally uh, get. I know my ex for, was not happy at all about that. For the record, I am r- right in the same age range as Nobi's kids. I'm I'm in between the older two? Yes. Yes, I'm in between the older two of his three kids. Mm. So, <laughs> it's it's interesting to say the least. It is. Very like and I I know it's it's definitely not easy. What about friends? Friends reactions? Um, I think overall like f- friends my friends were okay with it. Like, I I don't think my friends ever really saw much different for me. Um, I mean, I've typically been involved with people who are older than me. Um, so I don't know. And I, I think my family also felt the same way. I mean, even when, um, even when my family found out, it was, it was actually a total accident. I, I knew better. I dug that hole and fell right what into it. Do? So, uh, we were waiting to, I think we were like waiting on our reservation at dinner or something. So we were like sitting in the car cause it's Texas in the summer and it's hot as balls. You don't wait outside. You sit in the car in the AC. Um, so we're, we're sitting in the car hanging out and mom asked me like what you're up to that weekend. And, um, I said like, Oh, uh, one of his kids is in town. So like they're, I think they're going out tonight. And, you know, I think they're going to brunch tomorrow morning and then they're, you know, going to do whatever, whatever y'all's plans were for that weekend. And my mom was like, oh, how old's his kid? I was like, oh, he's 20 something. <laughs> and what my was mom, reaction? And my mom said, wait, how old is he? <laughs> and I was like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh. Well, Okay. Like, like my mom, bless her heart. She took it in stride. Like, I I don't think she ever saw anything 
normal in my life. I don't think she ever expected normal for me. Um, so, and yeah, yeah, I'm incredibly thankful for her. But yeah, she was like, no, I, I, I see that for you. I, I, I get it. Uh, Dad's reaction. Dad's reaction, like, uh, he, he had internalized my dating older men or dating not great men, um, before I met you. So I knew, I know he, he had been having some, some issues with feeling like, you know, I was trying to find find my father or what my like, father couldn't give me or something like you have like you, so you have daddy issues. yeah so he he totally internalized the the stereotype and, and the trope of you know girls who date older guys only you know they must have daddy issues um i for the record do not have daddy issues my dad is he's the sweetest man ever he's he's super chill and um He's fun to get stoned with. He he is. Yeah, and uh, he's a big old stoner. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I adore your parents. I love your mom. I have a massive oh, crush on Mom's, your mom. You would leave me for my mom in a second. Totally. But she's yeah. married, so you know. And she's not Polly, right? So whatever. Jeez. Yeah. She's missing out on all this. <laughs> nice. I actually still have that video from that family vacation. That's that, hilarious. That you didn't come on. Where she was like, tell Noby that he's missing out on all of this. You sent me the video, and I was just like, I was just like, damn it! <laughs> it's the best. The best. That was hilarious. Um, She's so great. So yeah, like I, I think like overall, my my family took it in stride. Like uh, I mean, besides again, like the the hurt feelings that again they had nothing to do with you. It was because of my behavior, what I did in the situation. Right. I was just I was just an easy. Um, target yeah. to, to place the blame on like yeah. something like not you but just some kind of outside element it was hard to like obviously it was hard to blame the family member slash boss who gave mm -hmm. you a raise yeah uh, which but honestly, they should have because she knew you were leaving and you were going to go back home and the reasons why you had to to be with your you know your family yeah yet what did she do she threw money at you because she was selfish and wanted you wanted you all to herself but that's it that's another, again that's another episode I, i'm sorry it's okay um one thing we haven't talked about what was your reaction to learning about our age gap um i will admit there was a bit of that that ego was like oh yeah mm -hmm. but there was also like i was like eh. mm -hmm. because you know, we we bonded over music. I, I sent you my my fa my, fa my favorite playlist, mm -hmm. and I think later that night you texted me and you, you said like, "Props, I'm working in the Beatles." And because I had like kind of theme going mm -hmm. on, and uh, um, and so then we started we bonded over music, and it's just because we we have relatively similar tastes in music, except when you kind of veer off and go into like you know. My whiny singer songwritery. AJR and. Why doesn't anybody love me? I like my whiny sing. It's like. It's it's emo, but grown up a little bit. It's millennial emo. It is totally millennial emo. It's totally millennial emo. Actually, I actually. 
like I like that music. Mm -hmm. I like it, but it's it's very one dimensional. Yeah, it's very. It's just like it's just like. It's like I'm, it's I'm like, not going to disagree like, with it's you. Like a single note, <laughs> a single note. It's yeah, like, like and I was like, okay, it's great. Like every now and then, but then you sometimes you you sometimes have it on on repeat, just constantly. Well, yeah, unfortunately, nah, 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 nah. I've also like fallen into the spotify algorithm to where it has gotten to the point where it only plays like the same handful of songs so i think i might need to to again make a new profile so i can like clear the algorithm or something um okay but so we do have slight we do have, we do have some differences different tastes in music which would be which could would be for any couple of any mm -hmm. age so that's not like a major big deal um, I, I, and in fact, I, I think that's how we um, crossed the subject, uh, or broached the subject of our ages, our, uh, when it was like some kind of song. We're talking about a song, I think. And, and it was was one of the the dangerouses. I forget which one. Mm. Uh, yeah, now I have to find out which one is dangerous. But I said something along the lines of, "Man." I remember this song from my middle school dance. And in that instant, I was like, oh, shit. I just aged both of us in a very weird way. Keep in mind, this is either like late the night of our first date or the next morning. Mm. I don't remember which. But like, we're just sitting there and I'm like, oh, oh, like that was weird. And then we, we both, I was like, wait, like, I was like, I actually don't know how old you are. Mm. Like it wasn't even, it was never something I asked. Mm. Asked. Um, well, I don't think it was a, um, it, it was an issue with you. It didn't matter. Mm. Like, so he then responded with saying, do you want to know? And I said, well, it doesn't really matter now, does it? It's like, <laughs> And so he said, I'm 30 years older than you, baby. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know. It just, it didn't, didn't matter. I just told you my age and then we like figured it out. But we're not, we're not divulging our exact ages because no. I am. You, you've given, we've given plenty of hints if you, if you uh, know how to do basic math. Obviously there's been uncomfortable and or unpleasant situations that have occurred because of our age gap so yeah let's talk about that you know there's there there are obviously pros and cons to the AI, anything as it applied to us mm -hmm. what what were the what were the cons what what what, what foibles or you know obstacles or things that we, that came out did we we found to be problematic and like let's 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 first talk about the the, the stereotypical ones mm -hmm. that we um, we assumed would happen, and then see if we can dig deeper. And like, was there anything unique, different about us in particular that um, that was a negative for age gap? So yeah. uh, the general things were uh, the looks, um, lots of weird sideways glances, uh -huh. or or comments of you know oh why don't you go tell your dad or you know is that your dad over there oh my god and we obviously don't look alike yeah 
because uh, we're different races. So. Yeah. But then again, there's only one race, right? The human race, yes. Except when the lighter-skinned yeah. members of the human race start like saying, you darker-skinned people are rude. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Race is a, a construct that was created by white people. So yes, idealistically, we are we all are of one human right. race, but you know, because of white people, we can't have nice things. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there, there's definitely the looks, the 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 sideways comments, like those little microaggressions. Um. I I honestly didn't mind the looks that much because like I don't give a fuck, and it's kind of like so what? Yeah. And I think I've gotten to that point, but yeah, there was there was a little bit hmm. there for where we're like it it was a little difficult, um, but I'm, overall it didn't take long. I'm not saying we're like big PDA people, but it's not like we don't like touch each other in public. Hmm. Like we we like it's not that we're mauling each other around people, but like we'll at least like hold hands or I'll kiss your cheek or hmm. have our arms around each other. And so I'm I'm thankful for the fact that you and I can both be comfortable doing that and and just being us, even though society sometimes tells us that they don't want us. Yeah, and it's it's really right, like what you're not familiar with, mm -hmm. what you don't know, or what makes you uncomfortable. What, well, it's because you're not familiar with it, and yeah. it's not what you're used to. Mm -hmm is when that makes you uncomfortable and then you project your own insecurities onto people who are like living their lives perfectly happily. Yep. And also making a lot of assumptions as to what's going on behind closed doors. Or even like even in front of them like calling you a gold digger and calling me like, you know, a predator or Yep. Cult leader. Yeah. Until a cult leader. Okay, so positives. So positives. Pros. I mean, I... I have... <laughs> there, there are no pros to age well, Okay, well, we did talk about that, we right? Talk, we did, like, we had... I have always appreciated, like, your, your ability to, like, help guide me in, in a way that, like... Careful now. <laughs> not... Careful. Not... That sound that's, that's starting to sound very groomy. Not not mold me into whatever you want, you but like it. you've you've never forced me to do one thing or the other thing. You've always just you know pointed out something that I might not be looking at in a decision, or just let me you know word vomit my pros and cons list as I'm like trying to make up this choice, like. Even if you do give me advice, you're not demanding that I take it. You're just saying, in my experience, because yeah. you have more of it than I do. Like, you have not only lived an entire life yourself, you also have, you know, th three adult children who, you know, you got to where they are. And you have three pretty awesome kids. Yeah, they're, they're great. You have, you have fantastic kids. Yeah, they should call more often. <laughs> <laughs> no, no pressure it's okay no it's not it's L fine. life happens it's one of those things i i, I think I, I used to like you know like hey call me where are you it's like now i'm kind of like 
you know, they're doing their own thing. Because yeah. I think it's like we, you and I have gotten into a groove. Mm-hmm. And so I think for a while it was like, I think it was, it was much worse before uh, uh, you and I had met because I was single. Mm-hmm. I had broken up with my girlfriend um, more than, a little bit more than a year before then. And so, and I was living alone in this big house that I rented just because it was fun. It was a beach house, by the way, which was bitching. And I kept trying to get my kids to come out and visit and stuff. And they're like, okay, they would come out and enjoy it, but it was like, they, it was like a distance. It was a drive. So. They couldn't just pop by. They had to plan for it. And. Now I'm like, "Uh, please call before you come by. (laughs) Please let us know that you're coming. Which, which, which I, which I had to do the. To, the, to my parents because they live you know like less than 10 miles away and they would just kind of show up and go like hey look we got <laughs> what my dad would show up with what like I, I got you some sandwiches sandwiches sake random random things it's not, no, I, I mean especially when they were going to the, the gym around the corner oh yeah I'm glad they found the gym closer to them just because they, didn't, they wouldn't have to drive that yeah. far yeah that, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And then with the pandemic, it's like. Please don't go to the gym. <laughs> we did, yeah. And, and then we didn't like. It just like. Yeah. We didn't see them for most of last year. Yeah. And still not really seeing them that much this year. Mainly because like I have. I have some issues with going outside. And so I am like. Oh, my parents. They know. They're now going back. Uh, they're, they're going to the gym now. They're like. Oh, call us for you. We might be at the gym. And they're like they're like they're living they've, their they've life. They've been they're, traveling, well, not traveling, but they've gone on a couple road trips. They've, yeah, they drove. They've up to gone see out of town. Sister and her family, like gone on little day trips down down south. Yeah, like, like golfing trips and things like that. So they've really more out, like more out there. Now I'm just really afraid of them, like you know, getting getting punched in the face or something or stabbed. Yeah. So I'm really trying to tell them like to be more aware, be be careful out there. So, I don't know. But, but yeah, no, I, I have always appreciated that, like, you, you are able to, you know, give me some options or give me some feedback on, on decisions or ideas or whatever it is I'm, I'm, you know, super fixated on that week because of the life experience that you have. And without the age difference, we wouldn't have that. Um, so yeah, I know that that's definitely something i'm grateful for um i mean and and of course like even even though like we are not rich but there is a level of financial security that our relationship has on some level given slash offered to me not not again not because not financial manipulation, not you using money to lord out. I have my own money. <laughs> but, I mean, given the the pandemic, like, the, the fact that we are okay mm. because of what your finances were able to do for us. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. there there is great comfort in that. And again, that's something that we wouldn't have if not for this age gap. Mm, that's true but there are a lot of you know people your age millennials who like have generate generational wealth who, that is very who, true who, like who got money from daddy like the orange fart 
Yeah, but do you see me dating one of them? No. Like, I want someone like me who works hard for their money, and you did. And I blew it all. You worked your ass off. Yeah. But I'm so broke now, I can't be your sugar daddy. I, I could never I, I could never have been your sugar daddy, but I could still be your splendid daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh, okay, what else? Um... What 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 do you think are the the pros? Oh, I appreciate. Um, I think one of the one of the best things that I that I appreciate about you know the age gap relationship is like a, a perspective uh, from the, you know so like the opposite the other end of the majority of people's like public social lives, right? I mean, aren't boomers and millennials like supposed to hate each other? Yeah, Are, aren't we supposed right. to be like mortal enemies? Okay, well, I'm not a boomer, remember? You're a late boomer. <sighs> so yeah, you you get my my perspective. I'm tweet something. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get your perspective on things, which I gotta say has really um, has really changed me a lot. Has also given me perspective. Um, has helped me to like uh, um, kind of let go of, uh, of 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 a lot of. A lot of like baggage mm-hmm. that uh, um, that were you know had been ingrained in me growing up in the in the Midwest and you know attending like oh my god like private school and stuff like that and I went to like different churches it was very interesting so I appreciate the um, me being able to 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 grow and and kind of stay current I think you have a um, you help me sort of like. Uh, stay in touch with um, you know pop culture what what's new what's out there and of course this is not age gap related but you have like this uncanny ability to like memorize uh, lyrics to songs um, which it's is really which annoying is, which which I don't which I don't know why it is I think it's awesome I think we should uh, do like a karaoke thing and you, you can sing without looking at the at the you have to sing blindfolded that'd be fun that'd be a good challenge. I don't know why my brain gloms on the lyrics so well. It's weird. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Mm. That's very sweet. So you 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 um, helped me grow a lot, and so like I feel like it's it's very I think it's very symbiotic. Mm-hmm. Not, not that the we're um, you know um, leeches or anything like that. Parasites do. Succubus. Para- Succubus. Parasite. Succubus. Like the movie Parasite. Succubus. Yes. And we say that we say that jokingly. Yes. Um, and it's, it's only because like I used to like do this thing like Tony Robbins he has a he has the t- the hole in his ground it, it like it's in his bathroom right it's yeah. like it's a uh, it's like a it's like a hole it's about three feet in diameter yeah and just it goes, basically it, an ice fishing hole in his bathroom it goes it goes down about eight feet and he just like folds his you know crosses his arms over his chest and just kind of jumps down feet first. It just totally dunks in, in, in this ice cold bath and it comes out re- refreshed and invigorated. And I thought, I want to do that. I cannot di- put a hole in my beach rental here. <laughs> so so uh, I will take ice cold showers. And of course, I come out cold and I'd have to warm up and I'd have to warm up on my little bear. <laughs> so we, yeah, I started calling him succubus. Or he'd like sucker fish on my cheek or. <laughs> Was I trying to give you a hickey on your cheek? No, I think you like bit my cheek and then it slowly turned into like, I'm just going to suck on it for a second. 
because you're weird and I love you. Um, but yeah, so again, weirdos. Yeah, succubus. Um, so yeah, like I, I, I do. I think we, we balance each other out somewhere in the middle on on a lot of levels. And except for um, a few instances or examples of, of like kind of everything of all the interests and passions and things like that we are uh, we don't have a lot of differences actually there's mm-hmm. very few of them in fact like we, we enjoy watching the same shows I, I think you you probably enjoy horror shows a little bit you more finally got me into Star Trek yes yes but yes it, I, I think that is the you go off to sci-fi and I go off to horror I think those are, are that's that is going to have to be a discussion. In fact, I would like to like do that with the Squad Ghouls, mm-hmm. um, uh, some friends of ours who have a podcast. Speaking that's, which, that's all horror related. Yeah. Also, go check out Squad Ghouls. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're fantastic. Fun. They're fun. Um, but I would like uh, we should have them over mm-hmm. um, or call in. Um, we can zoom it um, and talk about you know, the why why horror why. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I can give my input as like why sci-fi, and I think my my reasons are like really actually like quite noble. Whereas whereas like the attraction for horror is like what the that's like regressive. I think it's regressive. Man, I'm gonna have to like do some research into like what is it in the human brain that we enjoy being scared so much. I do not like being scared. Like, I'm going to have to look into it. Yeah, like, that'll be an interesting episode. I don't like being scared. Um, I, I, I like being, um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like um, The Shining. Yeah. You like suspense. Yeah. Yeah. But not so much, like, gore, thrillery, jump scary. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, what are the stats? Well... Unfortunately, it looks like a lot of the data is pretty old, pretty outdated. Um, it looks like they maybe used to take census data with with a little bit more detail. Um, so hopefully someone's going to, to start doing some more research into age gaps. But um, in 2011, Purdue University did a, a study on what they called May to December paradoxes. May December paradoxes. Mm-hmm. That's you're familiar with May December. Yes, I I, I know yeah. I know the reference. Yeah, um, the older person may last till December. Mm-hmm. So couples with age gaps between about five to fifteen years est- are estimated to make up about nine percent ish of the American population. Um, and it's also more typical uh, that an older man is with a younger woman uh, with about 3%, I think. And then only 1% of couples being composed of an older woman with mm-hmm. a younger man. However, there is some data from Canada uh, that age, gaps rela- age gap relationships are more prevalent among same-sex couples. Hmm. Um, so that's the other downfall of some of the data because it is more outdated. It is also from a very, um, hetero binary lens. Uh, so that's unfortunate, but, um, about 26% of male duos 
are involved in an age gap and about 18% of female duos are involved in an age gap when it comes to same-sex relationships. Um, so that that's kind of interesting. And then as far as people's opinions on, on age gaps, there was a study done in 1992 by Arizona State University on age preference in mates. And it basically showed that people are are open to age gaps for themselves they're totally fine with it if you know they're the ones getting into the age gap but their opinions of people in age gaps are typically lower if they're okay with it but they're not okay with other people it's a little hypocritical isn't it maybe they're jealous hmm they might be jealous. They might be jealous. Because honestly, I think the fact that we have an age gap, a sizable one, is actually a plus for mm -hmm. us. For the, the very reasons we just talked about. So like, zero fucks. But it's something we do enjoy talking about. Because, you know, it's, it's it does define us a lot. And people do ask a lot. So we can next time we can just have someone that gives us shit. Let's go, oh, here. Well, let, me, let, me, let me send you... I yeah. sent you our, our podcast. Yes. Uh, listen to my podcast. Um, uh, I can't do it anymore. You have to listen to this. You got like five hours. <laughs> but it, it it's interesting, the fact that, you know, people are so open. Like, think of like your OkCupid age range. Like, how how large is yours? What What is your, what is your, what do your online dating profile, like, age ranges look like? I'd say pretty much open as long as you're enough to drink yeah with everybody yeah. yeah i think mine is i want to say 25 plus i i don't care <laughs> but you don't care either if you see other people in age gap relationships nope but the people that judge who are jealous do yeah but yeah like that's that's very I mean, I guess that just speaks to the, the human condition of, like, how, how hypocritical we are, how unevolved most of us are. Oh. Just just the past year alone. Just the... Definitely showed us the horrible... Q horrible... QAnon. Ew. Horrible side of humanity. Anti-vaxxers. Anti-maskers. Oh, that's it. He's like the the, hypocr the hypocrisy of keep your laws off my body, yet you women. You <laughs> don't don't even get me started. Okay, that that that's that's another that's that's another podcast. Yeah. But another really interesting piece of data that I found is that people in age gap relationships, when they deal with all the flack, all the bullshit, all the you know society and social pressure. When they are put through those challenges, they are happier than their non-age gap counterparts and the relationship is typically stronger because they have been through these challenges together mm. and worked on their relationship through all of that. Mm. Well, that's, a, that's another thing on top of everything else. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, it's almost like, you know, systemic racism and like, you know, uh, privilege. It's like, it's, it's on top of everything else. Yep. Some people have to deal with being a certain way. Yeah. Color. The main reason for, for um, age gap relationships breaking up 
would then be just outside forces like uh, family uh, not supporting it, um, friend, you know, circle of friends uh, not in support because I guess because you need you need um, you need your circle of friends. You need, you, your, you you need, need your, someone you need your in circle. your corner. Yeah. Otherwise, you're doing it alone. Yeah. It's hard. And yeah, there, there's data to back that up also, that the lack of acceptance by your social circle and your family is one of the main reasons of failure for an age gap relationship. Hmm. You start, you keep on hearing all of these, you know, horrible things about older men or older women or, you know, vice versa. You know, she's just a gold digger. He's just a creep. Hmm. You know, whatever it is. And it, it is. It's hard to not have someone who believes in your relationship. How do you how do you stay in that relationship when your parents don't believe it's going to last, when your friends don't believe it, it's going to last, and no one is rooting for you? Hmm. That's hard. It is hard. And, like, you would. You internalize all of those things and start to, you know, second-guess yourself second guess your partner and their intentions and i only say this because we've been through it i have definitely been accused of being a gold digger i've definitely been accused of being a dirty old man not entirely wrong but creep pervert uh, dirty old man consensually grandpa pervert yeah yeah you're a consensual creep enthusiastically consensual creep i need enthusiastic consent before i'll be a creep you know, there are a lot of assumptions made when it comes to, you know, a relationship that you only see part of. Because I know that there are many things about our relationship that a lot of the people that we have experienced judgment from have no idea about. Because they're making their assumptions that you take care of me financially or that I have no agency over my own life, my own decisions that you have somehow molded me and manipulated me into staying with you. Mm. And both of those really suck to, to, I mean, I mean, I know for me having my agency taken away was really hurtful. Yeah. Being made to feel like no one was listening when I was like, no, I choose to be in this relationship. I choose to be here every day. I mean, did anybody, uh, say like say like, do you are you okay? Do you need counseling? Do you No, that's the that was always the really funny thing. It was no one ever brought up their concerns to me. They brought up their concerns publicly, started making comments and you know, sharing information or using information we had shared with them, mm. you know, against us as some sort of I some sort that. of ammunition. Like, it it was really hard to, you know, have something that I had talked to a friend in confidence about, or someone I thought was my friend, being thrown back at me, or thrown back at my partner as ammo as to why you're a bad person. Yeah. Because we were, you know, navigating a new territory in our relationship, and we're going through some new feelings. Growing pains and all kind of stuff. The thing that, okay, I know who you're talking about now, and the, the thing that really irks irked me then and still does is that this person is a hypocrite and used to actually brag about age gaps of their partners. Mm -hmm. I don't even brag. I don't brag. I boast. 
you you just do a look at it. Look what I got. <laughs> look look at this. And then you you, you like you look up and go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a monster. So yeah, speaking from experience, I can definitely say that our relationship got a lot stronger going through those challenges. We had to work through that internalization and process those feelings together because I I know, you know, I even spent some time trying to figure out, even though like money was never a reason why we were together. Because again, I have, I have my own, like, yes, you've, you've assisted me with things. But that, that, that's not, that, that, that's not suspect. <laughs> you, you helped me pay off a loan and then I paid pay you me, back pay for back. the loan. <laughs> yes. We, we even like set payments. There. Yeah. We set up payments. We set up an interest rate. We did the whole thing. It was all, it was all fair. And yeah. Copacetic. Yeah. And, and we always said that like in the event that, you know, if we did break up, like we set up you know payments are still still to happen in the event of mm -hmm. you know if i you know lost my job or had issues like we, we we'd figure something out like we we tried to handle things that you know could have been perceived in a different way you know we we did we we discussed a lot of the the what ifs and i think that's always been a, a huge marker of our relationship is we always even though I can't imagine my life without you, we always talked about the what ifs. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think that we are also not only outliers because of our age gap relationship, we are also outliers to other age gap relationships because they don't really kind of understand the connection that we have. Because regardless of our age, we really like have worked on, on communication mm -hmm. and negotiation and consent and really just being very clear about everything and so we have really worked through a lot of things um, we have the hard talks when we need to we share um, we, we share we share everything we, we have the thing we call hive mind so like we're allowed to say whatever we want whatever we're thinking and it just stays between us yep and we say hive mind we have a hive mind you don't have to press it it's just hive mind until further notice yep or until it slips out going, Meh. Do you think all of those criticisms also comes with a, a nice little hefty dash of sexism? Yeah, uh, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. Like sugar daddy, sugar baby kind of a, a, a thing. Mm -hmm. which, which is fine, but you just can't assume it. Yeah. Because we have no issues with, you know, sugar baby, sugar daddy, you know, situations mm -hmm. or dynamics. Um, hey, more power to you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. You know, um, we just saw... Um, this is Life with Lisa Ling. This is Life with Lisa Ling. It was the first... It was like her... I think it was her first episode. First, first episode. Oh, and it was like, you could see like she was doing some hard judging near the, oh, at the beginning. Was... But near the end, but she kind of went like, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I still... I love the couple that she had on, though. Like they they have been companions for what tw twenty something years, a couple decades. Yes. Like non sexual, completely platonic. They both date other people, but you can tell that they love each other so much. Oh yeah, yeah, they're super. Tight. Like, and he he's gone as far as to put her in his will because he's like, no, like I, 
you will be taken care of. I've been taking care of you for this long. Like you are my best friend, you are my companion. It it was it was a really beautiful display of like what those relationships can look like when you're doing them really well. Yeah. It was really beautiful. Yeah, that, that, they were cute. Um going back to like what people think of like like especially like friends. I, I I remember I had a close friend who was raising a hard eyebrow at uh, um, at me being in an age gap relationship and was judging hard, but was actually um, after seeing how we interacted and how like you know how we pretty much are the same person, uh, they came up and, and and apologized and said like you guys are great together, you guys are perfect. So you know I apologize for like you know giving you a hard time. And I, I think you had your share of uh, um, you know people come and like apologizing. I mean we've been together for like. Mm-hmm. For almost five years, yeah. Um, I don't see anything changing. Yeah, I mean, still, I had I had that friend who, when we started dating, was like, "Hey, like, just be careful, like, watch out." Mm. And we've we've since talked, and she's like, you know, and I I told her I was like, I'm I'm grateful that you had the the courage to to speak up and like tell me because a lot of people don't like, and especially in some of the communities that that we run in. You know, there's a lot of observation and a lot of gossiping, but not a lot of actually talking to the people involved in the actual situation and asking what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's that, that's the worst. That's the yeah. worst. Because like you know, we will always talk about how communication is probably like one of the one of the, one of the pillars of our relationship, mm-hmm. and it really is. It might be the it might be only a mono pillar because like communication, we communicate ad nauseum. We'll even like this might be TMI, but you know we're oversharers. We even like stay. We even talk. We even like text each other when one of us is in the bathroom. Yep. I mean that's that's how kind of that's how we're always communicating. We don't really even close doors anymore. We're gross. Okay, that's TMI. <laughs> anyway, I think we've been together for five years. Like we're almost five years. We're just comfortable with each other. Yeah, we are. I, I think we're I think we're coming to a good end here. Um, we've covered a lot. If anybody has any questions they want to ask, or any any comments or what have you, um, please do um, uh, check us out. Um, our, in, our our Instagram is the Weirdos Next Door Podcast, and our Facebook is the Weirdos Next Door, and email is the Weirdos Next Door Podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email or send us a DM or a Facebook message and uh, um, let's converse. We're about to talk with you. The, 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 I, I think we're up to three fans now. So we have like Ooh. three listeners. So They're probably all my mom. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, well, that was wonderful. We'll talk at you next time. Hold on. I got to do our, I got to do our clo- close out music. Here we go. One, two, three. Smash your social mores with the weirdos next door. That's a really weird one, too. We should have it re-recorded. But until then, this works. Good night, everybody. Say good night. Ta-ta for now.